Yesterday, StatsSA releasing the latest figures as far as the Consumer Price Index is concerned. And we're seeing headline inflation continuing on its downward trajectory um, in December, owing to, in the main, a sharp moderation in food and fuel inflation. How will that impact the Monetary Policy Committee meeting, which concludes today, and the announcement that will be made by the Governor of the Reserve Bank as far as interest rates are concerned? Frank Blackmore is the lead economist at KPMG, joins me on the line now. Frank, a very good morning and welcome to the show. Morning, Africa. Uh, it's important to note that the downward trajectory in uh, consumer price index uh, experienced in December means that the uh, Reserve Bank ends its year or annualized inflation at 6%, which is literally at the um, uh, upper end of the bracket that they're comfortable with. So clearly the interventions put in place last year worked. Yes, well, <laughs> although inflation has come off the highs, which we experienced uh, the year prior to last year, so in in, uh, July of 2022, they reached a high of 7.8%, and they've come down to that 5.1% you mentioned um, from December. That has taken 17 months. And the problem with the inflation that we're seeing this time is it's remained, as we say, sticky, or it hasn't reduced as as quickly as as we've expected it to, um, given the interest rate increases that have been imposed. And that means that the Reserve Bank um, will still probably act cautiously and keep um, interest rates on hold this time until it, it sort of recognizes that inflation has been reduced at a sustainable uh, basis for an extended period of time at the target level of 4.5% or as it's an anchor point for inflation. So, and I suppose it would be sound uh, decision by the monetary policy then, as you say, to pause um, on the inflation rate because we need to still drive that inflation down to that anchor rate of 4.5%. Yes, exactly. So if it's taken 17 months to get to where we are, um, I think we'll have to wait a few more months before um, we reach that 4.5% level. And one of the reasons uh, for this, or it is especially true, given that the risks to inflation um, that that are playing out currently in the international and domestic sphere, um, of which there are numerous of these risks. So we have war in the Middle East, we have war in the Ukraine, um, we have tensions around the Red Sea, forcing a lot of shipping to take a longer route Uh, past South Africa. Um, Obviously, domestically, we have our infrastructure deterioration, especially amongst the logistics infrastructure that is adding costs uh, to prices. We have the electricity supply constraint, the load shedding that is ongoing, um, and food, potentially El Nino situation, which is the weather phenomenon. And all these have the ability to put upward pressure on prices and inflation. Um, And therefore, there is a cautious tone taken by the Reserve Bank to say, well, given all these upward risks, let's wait a few more months and make sure that that inflation has come down to to around that 4.5% before we uh, reduce interest rates. There's an additional 
um, aspect as well, in that we can't reduce our interest rates sooner than our trading partners or the rest of the world, um, uh, the US, uh, Europe, etc. Because if we do that, uh, investors would earn slightly less in South Africa compared to those partners. Um, and the fear is that the currency could uh, depreciate further. And if that happens, um, obviously the likelihood of importing inflation um, into South Africa increases. And we want to avoid that situation, of course. You did not list the upcoming election as one of the, I suppose, elements that could uh, help determine um, or contribute to the risk elements, I suppose, we need to uh, mitigate against. Uh, how how much of a factor will the election um, have uh, on the equation, uh, particularly given, I suppose, the early polling that many of the uh, political parties are relying on that shows the ANC coming in possibly below 50%? Yeah, look, I think domestically that is our important, most important geopolitical event. I didn't mention it because in my estimations, I think we could see the first decrease in interest rates of, uh, probably around May, uh, potentially in July. Uh, and we know, although a date hasn't been provided for the elections, they should, uh, it should it should be given to us within, I don't know, the first seven months of, of this year, I think. Um, and therefore, I just left it given the uh, duration to that event. But it is the most important uh, sort of set of elections since 1994 that the country faces. Um, and the outcomes, I think, can be very different. A continuation of the sort of current situation would would potentially lead to uh, a continuation of the deterioration that we are that we've seen over the past few years whereas um, they, there are potentially better or worse situations um, on either side of the situation that could result in in very a very different looking South Africa in a short period of time and obviously that would have a, a big influence not only on inflation but all other aspects of the economy. Yeah, that does all make sense, of course. Uh, the elections expected in the second half of May. Um, the speculation is the 22nd of May, 2024. Frank, thank you very much indeed for your insights. Frank Blackmore, lead economist at KPMG. It will be in just under 10 hours from now that the governor of the Reserve Bank will start addressing the media uh, to reflect initially on the deliberations by the Monetary Policy Committee and then um, around about half past three or there are about, uh, he will then announce uh, what decision they've come to in, in terms of the repo rate.